So hi, everybody. This is episode 92 of the Spirituality for Ordinary People podcast. And we are for sure doing something different today. We are talking about uh, the Liturgy for Life resource that my friend Jen and I put together. Um, And so we have a few people who've joined us on Zoom today uh, as we're recording this. So Jen and I are going to have a bit of a conversation about the first uh, week of the practices that we've put out. And uh, hopefully this is going to be helpful for you as you're uh, listening in. Um, But we also have some people here. And uh, if you are those people who are live, if if anything comes up for you while we're talking uh, and you want to make a comment you can type it in the chat or uh, if you've got a question type it in the chat and then and then Jen and I can respond to that but then offline after the podcast bit is over we're going to have an extra conversation for the people who are are here live um I did want to begin as well with our land acknowledgement which was uh something that um it's uh important to us and is uh is part of the presence practice for this week as well. So our land acknowledgement that we use here in Winnipeg at our church is that we acknowledge that we are gathered on Treaty 1 land, first entrusted by Creator God to the Anishinaabeg, Cree, Oji Cree, Dakota, and the Dene peoples, the homeland of the Métis Nation. Uh, so I'm going to ask Jen now to kind of lead us through uh, the first little bit we're going to do. Great. Uh, it's so great to see everybody here and to have the opportunity to talk with you who are at home. Uh, and so I just want to encourage you as we get started, if you want to grab a pen or, and paper, um, if you have notes or ideas that kind of come to mind, you may want to jot those down. Or if you want to doodle, um, it's a great way to um, maintain being present in the moment is having the distra- distraction of being able to doodle. Um, Of course, if you are listening to this and you are driving right now, uh, don't doodle. That would not be smart. Let's be safe. (laughs) All right. I'm going to just invite everybody to have a moment to be as present as you're able to. If you're in a safe place, if you'd like to close your eyes, uh, you're welcome to do so. And just feel the seat beneath you or if you're walking or standing, uh, the ground below you. Take a deep breath in and out and just call your attention uh, to be present here. Another deep breath in and out. We just release everything that might be a distraction. All right. So this week we are calling our attention to creation. Uh, We are moving through the theme of our relationship with creation which is anchored in the scriptural focus from Genesis 9, um, 8 through 10. Then God said to Noah and to his sons and him, As for me, I am establishing my covenant with you and your descendants after you and with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the domestic animals, and every animal of the earth with you, as many as come out of the ark." And so our theme with relationship, or our theme of relationship with creation, um, the focus Matt and I chose to work with is this covenant that God establishes with creation. And uh, so we're going to talk about um, and reflect on the first couple days of our practice. 
Yeah. So what I'd like us to do, um, Jen, is kind of just have a conversation, really. And we'll do this every Wednesday uh, throughout this series. So we'll look at... Um, We've, we're on day four. It's kind of the, it's perfect. It's the middle of the week. That wasn't super intentional. It was just this day and time worked for both of us. Was <laughs> how that got chosen. Um, but we're on day four, which is good. So we we're we've got we've had Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and now Wednesday. We may or may not have done today's practice. Um, and then so we'll reflect a bit on the on where we are, what we've just done. Um, and then we'll just look ahead quickly to the next couple of days and just sort of anticipate a little bit about, oh, what are we, what are we going to do? And what do we think that might be like? Um, so yeah, maybe we'll just look at that first practice, which is around presence. So every Sunday is going to be around, uh, being present. Um, and so this one is, uh, around creation, it might look like getting outside and walking or finding a warm place to sit for a few minutes. It was it was warm on Sunday, wasn't it? Yeah, mm, it, it, it wasn't not, not as warm as Monday. Yeah, Monday was, Monday really was nice. great. Um, sit for a few minutes, or it might mean spending a time with a pet, or perhaps enjoying a plant in your home. You know, if you're listening and you're not able to get outside, um, there might be some who are not able to get outside, or. Um, uh, for whatever reason, uh, maybe, you know, looking out a window, something like that. Uh, and then when you're doing that, we encourage you to take time to notice where you are, take a deep breath and be present to God's presence. Realize that God is present in uh, the space that you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jen, can you share a little bit about sort of what you did uh, on that day or what kind of what you experienced that day? Yeah, absolutely. So throughout the day, I tried to, um, and over the last four days, I've been trying to hold the um, the practice in my mind as I move throughout the day. Um, and then I've been a little bit surprised at what has kind of really come up as like the thing that I grab onto. Um, but for presence, I was able, I was very grateful because I think it had been, we had maybe had some cloud starting to roll in and I was able to have the kids go to sleep early enough that I could get outside before the clouds covered the skies and I was able to actually see um, in the sliver of sky in my backyard where light pollution doesn't affect uh, because if you live in the city you know that that's a real thing that um, is really unfortunate but I was able to see um, Orion and Taurus, those two constellation as constellations as well as the moon and and Mars in my backyard um, and so just being able to appreciate being able to see, um, those constellations and then in my presence and the presence of God within that moment, there was an awareness of being created from the same creator who created the cosmos. Um, though so it was both, it was very interesting. It was both a very, um, large feeling and a very, very tiny feeling both at the same time. So for me, that was, that was my very deep t- practice of presence. Each day has not been so deep. <laughs> I, I'm actually glad to hear that. Like, I feel like you're like the depth person in this, in this duo that we have here. And I'm the framework structure person. And, um, cause I realized on Monday, I realized I, I know that I did this on Sunday, but I can't for the life of me, remember what I did. Um, on Monday, I created a, a, a document to track 
what did I do? Because I realized on Wednesday, I'm going to have to talk about this. And yeah. so, so I have my record as of Monday, what happened on Monday and Tuesday, but I don't have the record of Sunday and I can't remember it. So probably other people relate to that of like, what mm-hmm. did I do on Sunday? I'm sure I went out. I know I went outside. I know I breathed in and tried to be aware um, but I, I can't even remember what, what was going on. So that's kind of my non-experience for presence, but maybe that's encouraging to some people of like, Oh, I, I try and I don't, it doesn't impact me too much. Um, but I might have something a little bigger to share for the, for the Monday. Yeah. And just before we move on, I do want to encourage people that if, if spiritual practices are something that are relatively new to you, like they're a practice for a reason. It's something that we hone and develop over time. I've been trying to have forms of spiritual practices in my life quite intentionally for like more than half my life. Um, so sometimes it works. It flies well. Other times, eh. But I continue to hold on to this affirmation that regardless of if I'm feeling it or not, I'm deeply rooted in the love of God. So I just want to encourage everybody listening today um, with that knowledge as well. Yeah, okay. Confession. Want, should I should I share about my confession? Because yes. so confession was take time in prayer. Uh, so Monday is confession. Take time in prayer and allow God to bring to your attention something that is unhealthy in the way you relate to the environment or the planet. Sit in silence to reflect and open yourself to the possibility of change. After some time, receive the loving embrace of God and the promise of new life for you and this earth. Um. I shouldn't have promised that this was deep. It's not really, but it's, it's a good, I think it's a good story. Uh, I went to drop my daughter off at school on Monday morning, like I normally do. And, uh, and I was going to go for a walk uh, in the Assiniboine forest. It's really close. And um, I had some time before my first meeting of the day. So I thought I'm going to drop her off and then I'll go for a walk and I'll do my, practice when I'm walking out in creation. That'll be nice. And Monday was beautiful, really nice and warm. Um, uh, even in the, even in the morning. And, uh, but as I was driving out of the parking lot at the school, after dropping her off, I thought to myself, well, I don't really want to spend my whole walk thinking about how I might be harming the environment. Um, <laughs> and and asking God to show that to me, um, and and I thought you know I'm I'm pretty good like we recycle we you know we we pay attention to that stuff I'm pretty good anyway so I if so I kind of said this short little prayer to God in my head in the car as I was leaving the parking and already I'm like driving a gas powered car but um, that's always good uh, but as I'm leaving the car I say the short little prayer just. God, if you can just make this fast so that I can go enjoy my walk. Like that was almost like, I don't know if I said it quite like that in my head, but that was essentially the spirit of my prayer was if you could just reveal what I need to hear quickly so that I can go enjoy my walk. And literally as I was thinking that I was the next car in line to get out of the parking lot and a guy walked in front of my car with like four plastic Safeway bags and walked right in front of my car with, with four plastic shopping bags. And it, right then I went, Oh, now my wife is fantastic at using reusable bags. She 
takes reusable bags with her. They're in her purse. She does a great job of it all the time. And I do a, I do a good job of it when she's at home and she says to me, make, don't forget to take reusable bags with you. And I say, oh, thanks. Right. And I, and I go and I use the reusable bags. But when I'm just on my way somewhere or when I'm like not thinking about it or I'm home by myself and I need to go to the store, I just go, oh, it's fine. And I just use the plastic bags. And so as this guy walked in front of me, I thought, maybe I need to take responsibility for my reu- my, the use of my reusable bags. Maybe that's the thing that I need to actually sit with and realize that that's what I, that's, that's the one for me is that, uh, that I just kind of rely on my wife to, to remind me of that. And maybe I, maybe I'm not doing a very good job of taking responsibility for my own uh, bag usage. So that's my little tiny uh, good thing for the environment that I'm not so good at. That's, that's a really awesome story, Matt. I appreciate, um, like, I appreciate the real honesty um, that you came to this practice with. I think that's also something really important um, that we come before these practices and use them as these tools that we're really honest with ourselves and, and with God. In I also of- really enjoyed my walk after that. So Awesome. <laughs> so that helped. Kind of clearing my mind. Oh, good. I can go enjoy my walk now. Thank you. That was, that was helpful. <laughs> and not feeling guilty about not doing practice. There you go. Well, and actually you saying not feeling guilty. This this one, I mean, we could we could feel really guilty as human beings about like pollution and, and doing bad things to the earth. Um, but this practice will get harder in the coming weeks, right? In some Ooh. ways, it's fairly easy to be somewhat lighthearted about yeah, there's huge environmental problems, but when it comes down to like individual lives, like unless you are like uh, a, an activist who's like trying to lobby, like change in policy and all that kind of stuff, that's important. Um, mostly you're going to be doing smaller things around environmental, like, uh, you know, uh, do we compost or do we recycle? Like, how do we do all that? So it's, it, it's kind of smaller stuff. But as you get farther on the confession practice, we're going to ask questions in the coming weeks around like family and, you know, what do you need to forgive yourself for? Like those are deeper questions, harder questions, right? Um, And so you bringing up like, oh, you were, what, what I actually would love is if people engaging with this experience the same thing of after going through this confession practice, they experience not feeling guilty afterwards. Cause the point actually is not, is actually to let go of that, to have that acknowledged for you so that you can um, like lean into the, the, the last sentence, um, you know, sit with it, be open to the possibility of change. Like things can actually change. And then after some time receive the loving embrace of God and the promise of new life for you and um, and in this week, it's you and this earth because it's focused on creation. But in coming weeks, it'll be like you and your family um, or or simply for yourself, right? Um, Absolutely. So I think to me, this is an important practice. Sometimes we think confession actually makes us feel worse or makes us feel guilty. It's actually designed to do the opposite of that. It's to free us from uh, guilt that we might actually be carrying around with us and, and might even be unaware of. Um, the practice of regular confession is to actually help us realize that we, that there's this incredible grace of God that we can be released from that. Absolutely. And, uh, 
in just a tiny scotch at my, my practice, I struggled with this because like same kind of thing. And you had already told me your story and I hadn't done the practice yet. And I kept thinking like, what is it? What am I, what do I need to confess? And I just kind of had a bit of a sense of like, there's several things to, um, that I can shift within my relationship on a whole. So you actually brought up, um, composting, Uh, I don't know that the city has, at least here, if the city has a composting program or if there is a place I can take it to. Um, But then starting to now think about like, do I have space in my yard to create a compost when it's decent weather? I'm not going to start this tomorrow. But, you know, so I feel like we're starting to plant these seeds um, that can enrich in the new life between ourselves and the earth. Sure. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so sharing peace builds on, and this is the same every week as well. So when, uh, Tuesday is about sharing peace. So the passing of the peace in a, in kind of our, our church service. And so the questions here is where do I need to make peace with creation? How might your confession from yesterday lead you to a new way of living today? What action can be your peace be with you for the earth? And again, as the weeks go on, those will change to be, you know, your peace be with you for others or for your family or whatever. Um, and so for me, th- this one was actually quite easy. And um, so I just shared with my uh, wife and my daughter kind of what uh, I had done in, with my confession story, my funny confession story. Uh, and they almost did this practice for me, right? So at the dinner table, um, they just started listing like all these suggestions of like well here's how you can remember to take reusable bags with you (laughs) when you're on your way Juliet, uh, my daughter says well just put them in your pocket that's where you put your wallet and your keys all the time i'm like well i don't have a purse to carry around like mom does you know like um why don't you just get a really small reusable bag and put it in your pocket every day i'm like well maybe i'll do that or can you put it here with your with your keys so that you remember can it be in a more prominent place so we all these different ideas of, well, what can you actually do? Like, what's the action step now that you've decided, oh, yeah, I want to try to commit to this new way. What is the step to take? So it was actually really easy, especially, and I think something that was instructive to me was like, oh, sharing this with someone else actually helped me to Mm -hmm. know, uh, okay, what am I going to do? And then there's sort of somewhat some built-in accountability there, right? Because now they're also going to pay attention to oh yeah, you need to follow the plan. Like, are you actually going to follow through on what you said you're going to do? So yeah. that, that was, that was a good, a good conversation for me. I like it. Yeah. And today is Wednesdays. Our practice is gratitude. Um, mm-hmm. So today go outside and look around, breathe deeply and say, thank you to God for what you see. Look at the sky, the trees, the ground, other people or animals, take it all in and take time to marvel at creation. So what, uh, what gratitude did you have today? Uh, well, I did this, I'm going to do this again, actually, because, uh, I did this really quickly between, uh, meetings today. Um, and so I kind of just was looking out the window while I was eating some lunch and I wasn't able to get outside just yet. I, I did my normal drive, uh, my daughter to school, but had to be back for a, a zoom meeting right away. Um, but I'll take a few minutes a bit later to step outside. But as I was having lunch, uh, the snow started to fall, which I think is interesting because, um, at this time of year, February 24th, when we're recording this, 
when snow starts to fall in uh, from the sky in Winnipeg on February 24th, that's not like we're 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 sick of it. Like we don't we don't want snow. Like I don't care what it looks like, but I don't want to be grateful for that. But because our practice was gratitude, I actually noticed like how beautiful is this snow? It's actually the snow that was falling at that time. Anyway, I, I'm trying to look out my window. In my, I'm in the basement, but I'm trying to look out my window. I don't think it's falling here anymore. But, um, but at that time, if that snow had been falling in November, like early November, it's the kind of snowfall that everyone would get excited about right? Like those big flakes of snow that are just like gorgeous, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's what was falling outside my window. And if I hadn't had the gratitude practice today to remind me of like, oh, like beauty, isn't that great? Um, I would have been like, oh, it's snowing. Like, good thing it's going to be warmer again tomorrow. Maybe some more of it will melt. Like that would be my <laughs> normal uh, way of engaging with the world right now is just like, can winter be over? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure I'm going to have more of that. Like we're all going to have more of it in this part of the world. When is winter going to be over? We're going to be doing that for another while, a few weeks for sure. Um, but the reminder of oh, being grateful uh, for what I'm seeing and the beauty in what I'm seeing. That was kind of a nice reminder, actually, just to just to realize, oh, wow. Yeah, this is not just like grateful for the utility of something either. Because sometimes I think we're like, grateful for like things because they're useful or we're grateful for things for um uh you know we're grateful for things like our families and that's not about utility but just um I think like grateful for beauty was what struck me today which I don't often reflect on no and I I think that that's in a way all God is really maybe trying to draw our attention to is like, can you just simply be with the beauty and marvel at this alongside me? Um, Mine was noticing the snow falling as well. We're in opposite sides of the city and it was also falling here. And I did notice that I wasn't mad at it. Um, I actually kind of thought, hey, I bet the kids would be having a lot of fun playing outside finally because it's been so cold. Um, And I I hope that uh, they will report on that. But while I was doing that, I was um, prepping to prepping some vegetables to make, um, make a a treat for the kids to take to daycare and appreciating grating carrots and uh, zucchini that the earth has grown that gives us what we actually need. And there's a piece of or an essence of like co-creating with the resources the earth has given to give something to my kids, as opposed to like, Oh, I could just go to the store and pick up a pre boxed garbage filled, toxic treat that is on the default. (laughs) Sorry. I had to plug that. Um, and just moving a little bit of a different way and appreciating it. Um, and that was nice. That was nice to, to have that appreciation. instead of mindlessly making it (laughs) great so this is where we are today this is the practice for today is gratitude for uh wednesdays and then we have uh thursday friday and saturday coming up so on thursday so tomorrow is going to be communion slash community uh so build on your gratitude practice from yesterday it says return to the outside notice your place in god's beautiful creation 
Notice the people you are in community with. Notice your neighborhood and the actual physical makeup of the place. What might it look like to live in deeper communion with the creation in the very place you live? Pray for God's help in knowing how to live this way. You may wish to journal your thoughts. So any thoughts about this one, Jen, as we head into that tomorrow? Oh, do you have time? (laughs) Um, This one I get really excited about. Um, And I'll tell you why as quickly as I can. I have been spending a lot of time over the past, I don't know, six months thinking about imagining a different way of life, imagining what it would look like to have heaven on earth. How would we be in community and communion with each other? And so this to me obviously just takes it another level. If I'm imagining what that is looking like, I keep getting the image of um, having a beehive, um, having wildflowers to offer to um, bees and, and butterflies and other pollinators, because those are things that are super important to sustaining uh, like vegetation um, and therefore nutrition for us. So if we um, have a, uh, a different approach to things where we actually invest in the relationship with creation, I think the outcome can be a really beautiful thing. So that's all I will say on that because I could go on forever. Uh, I'm just going to add to what you said because it kind of makes me think or remember like all of the, sometimes, sometimes I feel like conversations around like spirituality and the environment are almost like woo woo, like airy fairy kind of conversations But when you look at like the, the deep tradition of the, of the Hebrew scriptures and the Christian scriptures, it's all over the place, right? Like, um, and I, and I mean, it makes sense that it is because they were agrarian societies, like they lived with the land and trying to, you know, make sure that things are taken care of well, but there's even things like, uh, this, uh, the, the sabbatical year that's given to the land, like letting mm-hmm. land lie fallow. Um, but the way it's framed in the Bible sometimes is not things like, um, it's not about like, oh, and then you'll be able to get even better crops if you do that. It's a good agricultural practice. It's actually framed as like the land needs rest. Like it's framed in the same language as like, um, as as the Sabbath commandment and that this is for the good of the earth, right? Like, um, and then there's like the the healing of of uh, of all things, not just humanity. Like the imagery that's used in like Isaiah, like the the lion and the lamb will lie down together, and um, like it talks about animals and creation and all these great things. And that's all over the Bible, which is really interesting. That sometimes mm-hmm. we kind of disconnect ourselves from that. Um, anyway, that just what you were saying made me sort of think of that as like, what would it mean for us to kind of even engage that a more fully, even from a perspective of the Bible Absolutely. And, and what it actually says about creation and how we're supposed to live with it. Yeah. Um, I, and, and I think, I think we just have this long history of domination over creation as opposed to relationship with creation, right? Like that's just been well, there so long. Yeah. I mean, like we, we do, however, something I, I just remembered my very initial gratitude thought that I had this morning was gratitude to, um, to learn from 
our ancestors and like our indigenous siblings who have a practice of having a relationship with, with creation. And so an example, when they go to, um, you know, pick holy medicine from, from, from creation, there is an offering first that is given. Um, like there's a, there's practices of, of an honoring of that relationship. And so to learn more from our siblings about that type of practice, I think is something I'm also grateful for and can carry into the future. I actually think like, that's a good point too, because even when you look, I think looking at, uh, like indigenous practices actually really helps us, even if you're not, and I'm not an advocate for so, so then we should also take up those practices. It's actually, how does that inform how we might interact or how we might come at our faith or our life, right? So right away, it made me think of when you said like, give an offering, I'm like, oh, well, yeah, the ancient Israelites gave first fruits offerings. Like that was just embedded into what they did. So like, that's where we get our tithe from. Right. And people forget that like offerings that are given at church, or like that kind of thing, those donations, that comes from the practice of taking a tenth of the grain and the produce and offering that to God, right? Like that's a land practice. It's an environmental practice as much as it is a worship practice. But we don't think of it that way, right? So we don't think of our offerings at church as connected to the earth. But Mm -hmm. did the ancient Israelites? Probably because that's where their food that they were eating came from. And it was an actual sacrifice to give it. Like, It actually would, like, it's better. The first fruits is actually the best stuff, but they would give that first, right? Um, So that's uh, that to me is quite interesting. It also makes me think of, like, how we pray for our food might be something that we want to figure out, like, oh, maybe that should connect more to uh, where food is grown or where food is produced. So you might not have the full knowledge of that, but... Um, but But an example, if I may, um, you know, like, uh, an example is I buy a pre-bagged salad and I cook up some chicken. I make a salad for supper. And in those prayers, I think about the specific products that we are consuming and I ask for blessing for the hands that prepared it. So I'm literally thinking about the factory people who are, processing and putting into the bags i'm thinking about their families i'm thinking about the farmers who planted it tended to it and their families so there's a really deeply connected approach to our prayers of thanksgiving at least around our dinner table um and i kind of shifted that a little a, a number of years ago um and maybe that's part of where my awareness to the relationship i have with creation has started to grow yeah. Perhaps Re- recently I've started praying for, um, the, the country of origin that like invented the food too, like that particular Ooh, that's cool. I, I just accidentally did that because I, we have, uh, so on pizza night on Friday nights, it's like, Oh, thank you so much for the people of Italy. Like, this is really yeah. good. I love pizza. You know, that's a, that's that. a good, <laughs> that's a good prayer. I think that's great. Uh, all right. So Friday, uh, is intercession day. So this is reflect on where you believe the creation needs healing, help, or rest, and take time to pray that God would bring renewal and restoration to those places. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we want to wrap up here pretty soon, but uh, mm-hmm. I just want to say my thing for this one is this is where I think on Friday, I'm just going to think really, really big. Like mm-hmm. I want to purposely pray for things that actually I feel like I can't control at all. So mm-hmm. I'll just pray for like, um, 
you know, global warming and like uh, just the massive environmental problems that uh, I can do some little things, but, but they need like huge, huge solutions. Um, and I just feel like giving that over to God, I find that a bit freeing to be able to say, mm-hmm. I'm going to, the other days were kind of these small things that I can do. And on this day is like, I want to pray like a big prayer for God to do something. <laughs> Absolutely. And I kind of, I want to push this just a hair further because we have a few other places where we do the practice and then we allow God to bring something to light beyond it. Um, So then appreciating our relationship with creation. So as we then take time to pray that God would bring renewal and restoration to those places, as we sit with that, I would be intrigued to hear from people um, about, you know, like, allow your imagination to run wild, allow God to plant something in your imagination of like, what would that even look like if we didn't have forests that were decimated, if we had lush and fruitful, whatever, fill in the blank. Um, so I just, I, I want to push a little further on that one. Um, because I think that it leads beautifully into our final day of the week of Saturday, which is the theme of blessing. And so the way I, the reason I say that is it leans into the abundance that God has to offer. And I think that that's the purpose of recognizing blessing is, is, is abundance, um, in whatever form that might take. Do you I want agree. To say yeah, I agree. Um, no, I don't think I do want to say anything more. I think we might have more to say about blessing next week when we've actually gotten through it. Like, I feel like today yeah. I've had a lot more reflections on, the practices as a whole, when we were developing this, it was a little bit of a, uh, it was informed, but it was a bit of a shot in the dark. Like it felt like the right thing, but it was sort of like, well, is this going to work? And it feels like it is going to work. So that's good. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I think we'll have more to say about blessing and how we might experience that day next week, I would imagine. Awesome. Okay. This has been fun, Jen. I like it. We look forward to uh, talking with everybody again next week. And if you're able to join us next week for the conversation, uh, make sure you get connected to that email list and we will add you into the Zoom link. For sure.